And this is the issue of the new COVID-19 variant that has been detected uh, in South Africa. It does exist. It has been found in other parts of the world, um, such as New Zealand, the United Kingdom, also found in Mauritius, in Portugal, in Switzerland, as well as China. It's called the C12. And apparently it could spread more quickly than its predecessors, as well as be more adept at evading vaccines. Um, It was first detected here in South Africa. And joining us tonight to speak more about this new variant is Dr. Richard Lessels. And he is an infectious disease specialist at the KwaZulu-Natal Research Innovation and Sequencing Platform, otherwise known as CRISP at the University of KwaZulu-Natal. Dr. Lessels, welcome to MetroVM Talk. Good to be talking to you tonight, but certainly you are not the bearer of good news at all. Tell us a bit about this variant, what it is, as well as the impact that it has. Yeah, good evening, Tammy, and good evening to the listeners. Uh, we are unfortunately rarely the bearer of good news during this pandemic, but um, really this is another example where we're trying to keep people informed as as we monitor uh, the the epidemic in South Africa and we monitor how the virus is spreading and how the virus is evolving um, and just keeping people informed that um, as well as recently noticing obviously how the Delta variant became completely dominant and kind of drove this third wave of infections. Also at this time, we've noticed this this other variant, which has now been given this kind of complicated numerical name, the C.1.2. And we're trying to get more information about that and get a better understanding of that variant um, and how it might behave. And we're kind of actively monitoring what's happening to it around around the country, um, whether it starts spreading more in any part of the country or whether it stays the same as now, where um, it's really dominated by the, the Delta variant. So it's a kind of early warning again that we're, we're just keeping people informed that um, this virus is still changing, that these new variants will keep popping up um, while we still have spread of the virus in our communities. Has there been enough research into how this virus reacts to vaccinations? In terms of this variant, so that work is obviously ongoing at the moment. When we detect these new variants, we then set in chain a series of experiments in the laboratory to see how how it responds to uh, the antibodies that are generated by the by the vaccine, and and that work is ongoing in in some of our uh, specialist labs in Johannesburg and in, in Durban, um, and then obviously we monitor what's happening around the country. Are we seeing um, breakthrough infections, and and what do we see? Which variants are causing those breakthrough infections? And at the moment, that's still the same that. The majority of infections that um, happen in people who've received the vaccine are the are the Delta variant, and so um, what we're keeping a close eye on is whether we start to see more of this C.1.2 over over the next few weeks. 
I guess what I'm really asking, Dr. Lessels, is the vaccines that we have now, can they protect us from this particular uh, variant? Oh, absolutely. I mean, all the understanding that we have now about these different variants, um, the, the, the beta, the delta, how uh, this, this, this new one, um, all the evidence we have shows that the vaccines retain very good levels of protection against severe disease, hospitalization and death. And that's what these vaccines are primarily designed to do. Um, and we have no reason to believe from what we see about the structure of this variant, the genetic code, no reason to it would be any any different for for this variant. Mm. So um, the priority for the country, for individuals and families, remains itself and getting a family all vaccinated and protected. Mm. Dr. Lessels, if if you could please excuse me, our line is very compromised and breaking up there. So I'm going to ask if um, you could please hang up and we will try and call you back on a a clearer line, hopefully be able to um, call Dr. Richard Lessels back and and try and talk to him about this variant, the C.1.2 variant uh, that has now been discovered in South Africa. As we have said, it is available and has been found um, in various parts of the world. A, a bit of a, uh, I guess, a comfort there, according to Dr. Lessels, when he says, yes, studies are still underway. They're still observing this uh, variant, observing how it reacts to vaccinations. But for all intents and purposes, according to Dr. Lessels, vaccination that we currently have should suffice in in treating this particular variant. Dr. Lessels, I believe we've got you back on a, a clearer line now. And the level, I, I hope so. Sorry. I, yes, it does actually sound much better. Thank you. I'm reminded of the conundrum that South Africa found itself in in the earlier days of us having access to vaccines, where we had, as a country, you know, bought AstraZeneca. It had arrived and was here, uh, and then it was found that there's another variant which is the Delta variant that's predominant in the country and that AstraZeneca would actually not be effective against that variant. Could we find ourselves in the same situation here with this particular C.1.2? Well, I don't think so, because I think that now we have a lot more understanding and a lot more data that we've generated over the past few months about how these vaccines work and about how they hold up against these different variants. Even when these variants have have mutations that allow them to get around some of the immune response, the antibodies, the vaccines still hold up very well in protecting people against severe disease. And that's something that we didn't have full understanding of in those early days, like you say. And so decisions were made based on the information that, that people had at that time. But we now have a much clearer understanding about everything. And I think we we know that whilst um, there may be some effect on the vaccines and how they protect against infection and, and spread, um, the, the vaccines really hold up very strongly um, against these variants.
What, what, what has been said here in, in our quote, they say that the variant could be, a quote, associated with increased transmissibility, neutralization, resistance and disease severity. Could you just dissect that for us? What exactly does that mean? So really what we're saying is, is that um, the, the, the pattern of mutations that we see, so the changes in the genetic code of this variant, they make us um, feel that there, there may be a, uh, an increased kind of transmissibility of this variant. So the, the variant may spread more efficiently from person to person. Now, we know that's the main property of the Delta variant. And so what we don't know at the moment is whether this C.1.2 can spread as efficiently as the Delta variant, or maybe even more efficiently, or whether um, it can't, whether the Delta variant actually spreads uh, more easily and, and, and more quickly. And so we will only know that by continuing to track what's happening around the country over the next few weeks because both these variants are spreading. At the moment, the Delta variant is dominant in all the provinces, but we need to see over the next few weeks, does that, does that change at all? Does this C.1.2 start to spread more easily in some parts of the country? And, and, and what do you mean by um, the neutralization resistance? So that's really just talking about these antibodies. So either the antibodies that, that you get after you've been infected or the antibodies that you get after receiving the vaccine. And these are what these antibodies are called neutralizing antibodies. And what we're saying is that these variants have found a way to kind of get partially around those antibodies. So essentially the variants have changed their shape change their structure so that these antibodies can't lock on and can't, can't neutralize the, the, the virus anymore. And so what we see with this C.1.2 is some of the similar mutations to what we've seen with the beta, with the delta, with other variants. And that makes us again believe that it may have an effect on the antibody binding. But the work is ongoing in the lab to fully understand that and to see how much of a problem that might be. According to um, what I've seen here, um, Dr. Lessels, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I've heard and, and what I've read, this variant was discovered in South Africa as far back as May. Is that correct? That's right. The earliest sample that that, that um, we detected it from is, is from May, that's right. And and so why the, the, the time lapse? Uh, if it was discovered in May, why only um, release this information beginning of September for all intents and purposes, two more days to go to September? Well, first of all, there's a thing like in the genomic surveillance, in the sequencing, yeah? So you know I know that your listeners know that this genomic sequencing program, we have a number of specialist labs around the country who do this, but it takes time. It, it's specialized labs to generate the, the genomic sequences and then to analyze that data and understand it. And there are these different variants that will pop up all the time. 
but you have to start kind of popping up in different provinces, uh, even popping up in different countries around the world, then that's the kind of thing that then alerts you to to have a look and see if there's something significant about that variant. So you you don't just jump on kind of the first new uh, variant that you might detect because you don't know whether that's going to become anything of any significance. So here it was noticing that there were kind of a few of the same virus that were being detected in different provinces in May and then in June that kind of made us look closely and try and start to understand what was what was happening here. It's also been mentioned that the mutation of the C.1.2 is 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 quite rapid. Uh, talk to us about what that actually means. So I, I think what you're referring to there in in the in the kind of preprint is that what we've noticed again with this is that it it has a lot of mutations and it's evolved from a virus that was actually part of our first wave of, of the epidemic. Uh, so we can show that it's evolved from viruses that were circulating over a year ago. And the fact that it developed so many mutations from the parent virus or the parent variant, it makes us um, wonder whether it may be another example of what we reported a couple of months ago, where you have um, kind of acceleration of the virus within. So you have somebody who's um, unable to clear the virus and they have a kind of prolonged infection for, for a few weeks or potentially a few months. And the virus evolves inside that individual and it accumulates mutations um, over a period of time. And then if that spreads from that individual and gets into into the community and, and the population, then that may be one way these variants kind of emerge and start spreading. And so we 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 wonder, looking at what's happened with this one, whether that's a possibility here. It's very difficult to prove, but it's something that's being seen in, in various countries um, and, and it's kind of accepted as one possible way that these variants um, arise. Do we know where it actually originates from, Dr. Lessels? Well, we think that this is another variant that, that has definitely um, evolved within South Africa. So we don't think this is something that's kind of traveled into South Africa from another country. And the reason for that, again, is that we know it's evolved from the C.1, which was pure, predominantly spreading in South Africa in that first wave. It did travel to a few of our neighboring countries in Africa, um, but it didn't travel much more widely than that. And so we think, again, based on that and our understanding of the virus, that that it has kind of evolved within South Africa. Um, yeah. Mm. Dr. Richard Lessels, thank you very much for informing us of uh, these very important news as well as, um, in, in some cases, 
allaying our fears, in other cases not so much. Um, but thank you nonetheless. Uh, very important information thank you. Uh, in the developments of uh, the fight against COVID-19 in South Africa. That's Dr. Richard Lessels. He is an infectious disease specialist at the Guazulu-Natal Research Innovation and Sequencing Platform, otherwise known as CRISP, at the University of Guazulu-Natal. So you've heard the conversation